0: Welcome to Endeavor. This is Paige
1: and this is Jess.
0: And hi. Hello. No, wait.
1: We're the worst at starting we are the worst. these episodes. Okay.
0: All right. Here we go. Hi everyone and welcome to Endeavor. I'm Paige
1: and I'm Jess.
0: And we're glad you're here today.
1: Welcome back. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> Listen. I okay. I never know
0: what to say. Look, we're
1: just going to be honest. We're really bad at starting these episodes. We'll get there.
0: We're going to say that. Why not? Oh, okay. <laughs> We're bad. <laughs> no. You please, do- please keep listening.
1: <laughs> We've been looking forward to this episode all week. Yes.
0: This was... Okay, so this episode is going to be a lot about our challenge from last episode.
1: Yes, so last week I challenged us all to come up with a playlist that you can call your own soundtrack. So if you had to describe yourself to somebody with only music, what songs would you put on it?
0: If your life was a music video of multiple songs. What nope, it no videos,
1: like? no visuals. No visual. never. Only okay, audio. if you were
0: blindfolded and listening to a music video <laughs> of your life, this is what you would hear.
1: And there are so many ways to go about this, which I certainly learned um, while trying to come up with my soundtrack. And I really liked that about this challenge because there were so many creative ways to just express yourself however you want to. Mm-hmm. To start us off, I have a quote. This quote is related to our our topic of music today, but I think it also takes us back to our previous couple of episodes. It is, after silence, that which comes nearest to expressing the inexpressible is music. That quote is by Aldous Huxley, who is an English writer and philosopher. And I thought that was interesting because we're about to talk about how music can be this big expressor and describe who you are. But we also just finished talking about spending a lot of time alone and spending time in silence. So I thought it was interesting that this quote mentioned those two things as being um, ways to express yourself.
0: The perfect bridge between these two episodes. Okay, so Jess is the one who issued this challenge last week. And I loved it. I was super excited about it. But when I sat down and tried to do this, it was so hard. (laughs) Did you struggle, Jess?
1: Well, okay. My my system was I I sat down and I went through playlists that I just have and picked out songs that j- just any song that I thought kind of related to me or kind of described me, I threw it into a playlist. So I just made this big master playlist of like 50 songs and knew I was not going to share all of those, <laughs> but I had that to work off of. So then I went back through and really thought about how I wanted to build the playlist originally I was choosing songs that described who I felt like I was deep down, who I felt like I wanted to be, who I felt like other people saw me as, who I felt like I wanted other people to see me as. So it was kind of all over the place and I felt, I figured I needed to narrow it down somehow. So we'll get to my songs a little bit later, but I feel like my finished playlist ended up being who I'm seeing myself becoming and not necessarily like it's definitely it definitely was not a story of my life so far. I was telling my mom about my about this challenge last night, mm-hmm. and I asked her to tell me some of the songs that she thought I would put on my list. And first thing she says is, "Well, I I think you put some Jonas Brothers on there," <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, well, no." <laughs> Um, the Jonas
0: Brothers don't describe your life, or well, you, I should say.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, "Well, why, why do you say that?" And she said, "Well, they were your first big band crush, mm-hmm. and..." They And she's right, like that does describe a good chunk of my life because I spent like a lot of my teenage years just that was my favorite music, right? But I don't feel like their music describes me describes who I am now mm-hmm. or certainly not who I'm <laughs> becoming. <laughs> you know, I made a fifty song playlist at first, and every one of those songs had something about it that could describe me. Mm-hmm. But I chose to build my playlist or my soundtrack in a certain way, which kind of dictated, certain styles and certain themes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. When we, so Jess and I, when we started putting together our soundtrack, we made sure not to tell each other what was on it. But Jess did mention to me that hers, she was trying to go for a certain style. So it all sounded cohesive. When I heard that I was like, oh shoot. Cause my soundtrack is all over the place. At least that's how I feel. I think another reason this was hard for me is because my way of listening to music nowadays is strictly through Pandora. I don't use Spotify or any other music platform or like an iPod or anything. I just listen to Pandora, so there's no way for me to hold on to music, which is kind of beautiful in some ways. I'll listen to a song or I'll hear something and I'll think to myself, that's a nice song, but then it just disappears, you know, it goes into... Pandora's library, or I'll give it a thumbs up, but I don't really remember it, or you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I don't know how you live like that.
0: Sometimes it's annoying, but it made this challenge so hard because I didn't have a library to look at.
1: Another thing I noticed that was difficult for me was that this challenge, not coming up with the songs, but sharing these songs with other people is actually really scary. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really anticipate mm-hmm. that, but I looked at my, my 50 song list and I was like, man, I'm not sharing some of these. Because yep. I felt like it was a window into a part of me that I wasn't like ready to share, not to pat myself on the back or anything, but I think <laughs> this was a really good challenge for really good, deep self-reflection.
0: I totally agree. So a few minutes ago, Jess and I both listened to each other's songs, and I was the one that went first, and the whole beginning part, I just felt so embarrassed. And me and Jess know each other very well, but there's something about, like, sharing a song with someone that you think describes you that's just very intimate. It puts you in a very vulnerable place.
1: Like I said, I was talking to my mom about this last night, and I showed her my soundtrack, and even just showing it to my own mother, Mm -hmm. or even just playing it for my own mother was terrifying. Yeah. Because I was just like, this feels so, this feels so intrusive.
0: That's so funny. Why? How?
1: Because, Paige, quote, after silence, that which comes nearest to expressing the inexpressible is music. Wow. Aldous Huxley. Alright, let's get into this. I want to hear about your soundtrack and why you chose what you chose. Oh, and note, we will be posting our full soundtracks onto our Instagram page and maybe possibly figure out how to share. I don't know. Paige doesn't have hers in a playlist anywhere, but I could possibly make (laughs) mine public and share it so that other people could just listen to it from the Spotify playlist that I made. But either way.
0: Mine is literally a Microsoft Word document.
1: (laughs) Again, I do not know how you live like this.
0: (laughs) I don't either. But I feel like it made me reflect a lot more because I really had to dig and think this through because I didn't have anywhere to start. Yeah. So. All right. Well, here we go then. So if you don't know some of these songs, which you probably might not, I recommend you look them up if you want you want to get to know me a little better? (laughs) Do I want to say that? (laughs) Here we go. The first song I picked was called Life and Death by Paul Cardall. And it is primarily piano. It's all instrumental. Piano, violin, a lot of overlay with different instruments. I would say it gives you the feeling of being elevated or floating as the song goes on. Hmm. So this song I really like and whenever it comes on, I listen to instrumental music quite a lot when I'm just hanging around the house and our one friend Joanna, whenever this song comes on, we both just kind of pause and we're both just like, "Ah." (laughs) and it just gives you this feeling of just peace and tranquility. I don't know if it describes me, but it definitely describes a place that I like to be at.
1: And sometimes that's a good thing. A good thing to have on your soundtrack is something that describes what you like and how you feel when you're listening to it.
0: Yeah. Okay, so the next song that I picked is called Quiet, and it's from Matilda
1: the Musical. Oh, it's from that musical. You never did tell me what musical it was from. Yeah,
0: it's from Matilda. But I love this song because it describes what it's like to be in a situation where everything is loud and everything is overwhelming and you feel different and you're just longing for quiet to be in your own head and I relate to that. Okay, um, the next song I picked is called The House That Built Me by Miranda Lambert. I like this song because of how it sounds and also because of the lyrics and what it's saying. When I was a kid, we lived in one house and then Literally, when I was, I think, eight or nine, we moved up the street,
1: <laughs> which which I still think is very strange.
0: <laughs> yes, when I tell people this, they're just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's just interesting living that close to the house that you grew up in, because I can watch that house, how it changed over the years, and I always wish that I could go back in there and just see what it looks like, because I only see the outside. But I just have so many memories of that house, and it's just so strange to be able to watch it from the outside and wonder what it's like inside, and think of all the memories that are just kind of lodged in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay, the next song I have is called Touch the Sky by Julie Fowlis. Jess, do you know what this song is from? This song is from Brave! It is! I love Brave.
1: I also anticipated this is the one song that I kind of knew was going to be on your playlist.
0: I'm surprised you did, because this was probably, I think, the last addition to my playlist.
1: Really? It was, yeah. It
0: was just kind of out of the blue. I was like, yeah, I like this song, and I feel like it really does describe me. I relate to Merida, and I like that she's strong and independent, and that all she really wants is to ride her horse and... Shoot some arrows? Shoot some arrows, (laughs) which I do that now, too. So, yeah, I really like Merida, and I love this song. It just makes me want to get on a horse and ride into the sunset. Fidelity by Regina Spector. Jess, I think you also knew this song. I do. I really like this song. I like this song because it talks about being in love and the idea of love. I don't know if you've ever seen the music video, but it's really interesting because in the music video, the woman, Regina, singing, is singing to a mannequin, For most of it. And she's talking about love and how she only um, loves with kind of half of her heart. She always keeps one foot on the ground. And then towards the end of the music video, the mannequin just turns into a real man. (laughs) So I don't know what that really symbolizes, but (laughs) I don't know. It just seems like it has a deeper meaning in that you can be in love with the idea of love, but you don't really know what it's like until you actually experience it hmm. and how you can be hesitant and just live in that fantasy and not know what it's really like until it happens.
1: That's a good observation. Yeah. Watch the music video. It's fascinating. This isn't about the v- the video.
0: Sorry. No visuals. Never mind. <laughs> I really like the song Falling Slowly from the musical Once, and Jess also knows this song, because every time I see a piano, <laughs> I have to sit down and play this song. Because this is
1: your go-to song.
0: <laughs> it's my go-to song, and also, I play the piano at work sometimes, and I had never heard this expression before working at my current job, but if I sit down at the piano and I play this song, sometimes a coworker will come up and ask me, Aw, Paige, are you in your bag? what i had never heard that expression before but it just means like it just means that you're kind of drawing into yourself or you're feeling a little down Hmm. being in your bag (laughs) so for whatever reason when i sit down and play this song at the piano people assume that i'm in my bag i do
1: think of this i I do think of you every time i hear this song
0: yeah yeah Another song from a musical that I picked is called She Used to Be Mine. It's from Waitress. Jess, I think you recognize this vaguely.
1: I recognize the song, but I've never seen the musical, and I, I don't know much about it, so I recognize it, but I okay. had to—I still had to listen to the lyrics and yeah. try to understand what it was about.
0: I like the musical. I don't know how much I can really relate to the story, I won't go into the story, but it, it is a it is a really beautiful musical, and I really like this song. It's really a song about feeling pressure from people around you, and feeling like you are making mistakes, and you're giving more than you're getting back in life.
1: What you said about feeling pressure from other people, I feel like that relates to how you have a hard time saying no yes. when people ask you to do something, Mm-hmm. you're... A people pleaser.
0: Yes. There's a line in the song that says something about feeling like I'm giving. I forget how it goes, but it's about feeling like you're giving more than you're getting back. Mm -hmm. And I feel that a lot sometimes. And sometimes I feel like that's my burden to bear and that that's (laughs) what it means to be a good Christian woman is to just give, give, give. And I do think that you need to be able to care and love for yourself too, and that that's important. And this song is kind of about that. In a way. Alright, so two of these songs that I picked are kind of related, and when I played them for Jess, her expression was hilarious. <laughs> the first one is called And Can It Be? And the second one is called My Savior's Love for Me. And they are both hymns from way back in the day. I love these two songs because they make me think of a camp that I go to during the summer. And it's this church camp where we worship outdoors. There's this beautiful tabernacle that everybody sits in at night, like when it's getting dark and the crickets start to go and we're all singing. And these two songs are just very lively and it's just sounds so incredible to be out in the woods with the crickets chirping and we're just all just singing our hearts out for God and... (laughs) These songs also make me think of my mom and my grandma because I can just hear their voices when I hear these songs, especially at very certain spots. Yeah, these songs just have a very special place in my heart because of that.
1: Yeah, the fact that you chose these doesn't surprise me because of your, it's, they're old-fashioned hymns Mm -hmm. from, and you, you when you grew up in a church, it's that kind of style, I think. Yeah. Or at least used to be. I don't know if it still is. It is is
0: and it isn't, (laughs) but...
1: But I think that that upbringing has carried over into what your preferences are today. Yeah. And plus, like you said, it it brings back really good memories and takes you back to a place that you feel like at home. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that's what I kept coming back to when I was making this list, just drawing from experiences.
1: Yeah, see, I didn't do that, so that's interesting. Yeah.
0: I could go into a whole dialogue about this, but I appreciate traditional hymns so much more than contemporary Christian music, just because of how the lyrics are so meaningful. If you listen to contemporary Christian music right now, most of it's very repetitive. It's Mm -hmm. about a whole different experience. I understand that contemporary Christian music is more about repetition and getting like an emotion But I feel like hymns are just such a different, it's just provoking such a different feeling because it's more about what you're saying. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I just love the sound of old hymns and I love that you can sing them for years and years then go back and look at the lyrics and you're amazed at how insightful and beautiful they are. So this song is called Who Is She? and it's from the live action Cinderella movie <laughs> i love this score in this movie and again i drew from an experience so the score especially for this this particular song or part of the score who is she is when cinderella's at the ball and she's about she makes her entrance and she's about to walk down these big grand staircase mm-hmm. And everyone's looking at her and they're like who is she <laughs> and I love that it's this big beautiful sweeping melody but then there's this small like intimate song that they use and it's called lavender's blue which Jess you recognize that part of it hmm and it's just this really simple little piece when I was young I played piano in a talent show And this was the song that I played on the piano, and I just really liked this simple little song, Lavender's Blue, and I just love the idea that if I was a princess, and I was walking (laughs) down a staircase to a ball, that it would be Lavender's Blue playing in the background.
1: I think it's cool that you, it's, this song is this, this big sweeping melody, and that little part of the song, Lavender's Blue, is just kind of a hint in the song Mm -hmm. so this big like grand song has this little hidden part in it yeah I think that says something about you oh I don't know what it is but all you have to do is listen to the song and I feel like you understand Mm Mhm.
0: yeah okay so this song I love Street Corner Symphony by (laughs) Rob
1: Thomas (laughs) when you play this for me I thought it was genius
0: I love this song so much. And again, it's from an experience. So when I was younger, there was an ABC commercial about (laughs) your face. There was a commercial. I don't even remember what it was advertising. It was probably for some, like, show way back then. And it was this song that they would play, and it was people out on the streets, and they're all just smiling and waving to each other, and they're like, come on over, like. And they were just, just it literally is a song just summing up my vision of camaraderie. That's mm. basically what it is. It's people just on the streets, just smiling and waving. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just connected this song with the fact that 99% of the time that our friends hang out, it's at your house. Yeah. You're like, your house is the center. Yeah. Of our friendship. <laughs> so, yeah, you just you you have a very welcoming, come mm-hmm. on over to my house, you're welcome kind yeah. of a an air about you.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I just oh gosh, this song is one of like my pump-up songs, which is such a weird song to be like a <laughs> woohoo kind of song, but <laughs> but I really I really love this song just cuz it makes me feel like everyone can get together and that we can all be friends and all relate to one another one way or another we can and my final song is actually the one that I came up with first but I thought it was the most embarrassing to share
1: (laughs) I didn't think so I mean I didn't even know what it was from
0: really okay well the final song that I have to share from my song list is from how to train your dragon and it's specifically called test drive And it's the part of the movie where Hiccup and Toothless, the dragon, are flying for the first time. And I relate. (laughs) I love (laughs) How to Train Your Dragon.
1: (laughs) If Paige was a movie, this would be her.
0: (laughs) It really would be. And I'm going to tell you because I love that How to Train Your Dragon is about the bond between a person and an animal. I have a black lab. And I just love, I just can relate to Hiccup and Toothless, because I feel like Carolina, my dog, is a black lab, and Toothless is a black dragon, and I just feel connected.
1: And it takes place in Scotland, right? Where your whole, does it take place in Scotland, or I is mean, it a it's, mythical place? It's a
0: mythical place, but it has a Scottish vibe to okay. it. It It's, has, it's
1: Scotland. <laughs> it's Scotland,
0: yeah. And the music style is very Scottish. And the score is just incredible, and I just love, it just feels like just the bond between a person and an animal, and the friendship, and just growing into knowing one another. I mean, I love animals, and I love my dogs so much, and I tell this to my friends because I know they know me, and they wouldn't be offended by this, but Carolina is
1: my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, she tried to cancel, not cancel, she tried to turn down plans that I was trying to make for this Friday, no, last Friday, because you were like, I just want to spend some time with Carolina, (laughs) and I was like, okay.
0: (laughs) And I know that you know me well enough that you wouldn't be offended, Right. (laughs) but I love my dog, and I really need to spend time with her, and I just, I love her, and I love how How to Train Your Dragon kind of speaks to that. That kinship between person
1: and animal. So do you think if you had to pick one song from this to be like the single of your playlist, Wow. would it be that song?
0: Honestly and embarrassingly, I think it would. <laughs> <laughs> Just because, I don't know, I'd have to think about it. But that one, I feel like it means something that that was the first one I came up with. And it felt like a no-brainer mm-hmm. once I thought of it.
1: That's how I feel about the song that I consider the one song that describes me in a nutshell. All right, Jess, that was my list. I'm ready to hear all about yours. Okay. You chose your songs mostly based on experiences that you associated those songs with, and you felt like those described you through Mm -hmm. your experiences. Yeah, pretty much. For me, what I ended up doing was picking sounds And styles that I felt like they described me but I had to also make sure that the lyrics at least in some way fit me Mm -hmm. so I was going for more like themes and styles that just felt like me and where I see myself how I see myself becoming I feel like there's a weird transition zone between like who you are and who you want to be and you can kind of see a middle ground in between those two parts of yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So I think that a lot of these songs describe kind of how how my philosophy about life is developing. Hmm, very so, deep, very wise. Yeah, I wow. told you this is a great challenge. Mm-hmm. Good job, Jess. <laughs> All right, so in no particular order, first I'll say I chose High Hopes performed by Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox. That's an original uh, Panic at the Disco song. Uh, Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox shows up a couple times on my list because uh, that's that jazzy vintage style is very me. Uh, If you know anything about me you would probably agree. So I chose the cover version of this song because of that jazzy style. And to me, this song is about shooting for the stars and working for your dreams. And it's not that I've always dreamed of being famous or anything, but I put a lot of weight into perfectionism and being successful. So that's kind of how I relate that song to me. But just listening to this song, it makes me want to move. And I just I love the way it sounds, Mm -hmm. at least for this cover version. Mr. Rhythm by the Glenn Kreitzer Orchestra. This is another vintage jazzy style. The subject matter is basically about being in love with music. No matter what's going on in your relationships or with your mood, there's always a song, and in my case, a dance that you can fall back on. Mm-hmm.
0: Can I say that so many of these songs, when you played them, I just pictured you dancing around. It was just, it felt so natural that you would be dancing along to every one of these songs for yeah. the most
1: part. <laughs> and there are a lot of jazzy songs that I can dance to, but these ones that I put on my playlist are ones that I particularly, I just can't not move to them, mm-hmm. no matter what I'm doing. If I'm listening to them while brushing my teeth, I'm i am dancing while brushing my teeth. <laughs>
0: Do you think you should tell people that you're a swing dancer?
1: Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> I guess that is gonna co- that's gonna come up eventually because I'm sure we'll talk about that someday. But yeah. hi everybody, my name's Jess and I am a social swing dancing addict. Hi, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, this one, this song, I was really excited about and I couldn't wait for you to hear it. Everybody Wants to Be a Cat <laughs> by, I don't know how to say this, Dimmy Cat. Uh, this, this is a cover from the Aristocats. <laughs> I love when this came on. Because <laughs> it just starts that everybody wants to be a cat. Yep. And that's all you have to hear from the song to yep. know, yep, that's just a song. <laughs> it's true. Jess loves her some cats. It's literally talking about being a cat, which is my spirit animal. Yep. But there's also a double meaning in, like, cat as in... a vintage, jazzy, cool person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is
0: also Jess's ideal.
1: <laughs> vintage, jazzy, cool person. That's yeah. me.
0: There you are.
1: I also added Almost There from The Princess and the Frog. I had to add a Disney song in there. Mm. There are a couple songs on here that are Disney, but this is the first one that I chose. Great pick, by the way. I really relate to Princess Tiana's work ethic. Mm. And not to mention, this is another jazzy kind of song. Mm -hmm. As well as In a Sentimental Mood by Ella Fitzgerald. I tend to be a very sentimental person, so I put that on there. Um, It's also a very mellow kind of a song. That's another thing. I'm not a very excitable person, at least outwardly. Like, if I'm excited, I'm usually just, like, internally, like, freaking out. Uh But I feel like most people... May see me on the surface as just being kind of. I don't know, what's a positive and what's a negative word for just being n- not excitable? I
0: think you're very level headed. Okay. I would say that. I don't think that's positive or negative.
1: It's just who you are. So there aren't really any songs on here that are super upbeat and excitable or exciting or anything. I mean, some of them are a little bit upbeat, but not there's no rock and roll on here, even though I love rock and roll, like 50s rock and roll.
0: But I think it's important to, to note that all of these songs are something that you could dance to.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not
0: like sitting in a chair, like mellowed out. It's something right. that you can really get moving to, which I think describes who you are, that you're not going to like be headbanging, but you're just going to be gracefully gliding around and doing some awesome swing dance moves.
1: Okay, so while a lot of these songs were a vintage jazz kind of a style, um, there were some that I chose that are less that kind of a sound but are still a very mellow acoustic sound. So on my soundtrack I added some. Grace Vanderwall, her song So Much More Than This. This song I think is about pushing past the basic worries of life and knowing that there's more to life than the everyday drama that everyone tends to be drawn to or Mm. worry about. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, you know me well enough. I'm a worrier. Mm -hmm. I um, can get anxious about pretty much anything. Yeah. But, again, some of these songs describe the philosophy that I want to adopt going forward. So whenever I do start worrying about something, this is kind of the the sort of mantra I'm trying to repeat in my head. Mm Mm-hmm. Along kind of the same lines is Try by Mandy Harvey. This song is about trying your best despite the fears and failures that you meet along the way. And often you are your own worst enemy, or in my case I am my own worst enemy, so I have to do my best to overcome that.
0: Right. I think a lot of these songs as we keep going on with yours, Jess, are a lot about your ambition and your drive. Which, when I think of you, I think of that. I think you're always trying to better yourself, and you're always trying to move forward, and you never want to be stagnant. Mm -hmm. I see that in, like, your work ethic and just who you are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Jazz hands. (laughs) You've Got a Friend in Me, and I'm talking the cover by Amber Lee Irish. This, the style of that version of the song I think better describes me than the version from Toy Story that we all know and love I was worried that choosing this song was going to make me sound like oh, I'm, I'm such a good friend I am just the best friend you could have yeah. but I, I put it on there because I hope that people who are close to me know that I am a very loyal friend and really cherish my close relationships
0: hmm I can vouch for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if you can push past my sarcastic, kind of standoffish, introvert walls, there's a level to my personality that I think a lot of people miss or don't see on the surface.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like everyone has that initial...
1: That first layer.
0: Yeah, that first layer. And then once you peel it back, you can find someone who you might not expect. But Jess, I really, I do feel like...
1: My, I feel. Let me. I feel like you're it. too
0: hard on yourself. I don't. I don't think you give off the impression of being standoffish.
1: I feel like I have an extra thick layer. Yeah, based, that's what it is. Based off of what other people have said to me. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. But some people just have a mean outside layer, <laughs> and I don't. I think there's a big difference between having a layer on the outside that is rude or dismissive. I don't think you have that. I think you just hold the best parts of you for people that you trust.
1: That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Okay. There were two songs that I put on my list that I relate to my, my love for travel and my love for exploring and my love for pushing past what I know, I guess. So, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, uh, the cover by Leanne and Nara... This is a very mellow cover of the song from Wizard of Oz, and it's just about dreaming of following your dreams and exploring what the world outside of your everyday life has to offer. Mm-hmm. Discovering how far your imagination can take you. The other song I put on there for travel was Cups from Pitch Perfect, <laughs> which, disclaimer, I've never actually seen Pitch Perfect.
0: <laughs> uh, I You don't need to. But it's this, overrated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but this song... Um, now here's here's one here's one song on my list that does kind of relate to an experience because this is the song that I put on our video our vacation video to Canada when mm-hmm. we yep. took a 22-hour drive up to Prince Edward Island uh, <laughs> with our friends. We um, I, I took some some video and I when I when I got home I edited together a little vacation video and this is one of the songs that I put over top of it. And so now every time I listen to this song, it makes me think of Canada and about travel and just about being with your friends.
0: When I hear this song, I also think of Canada.
1: (laughs) Losing My Religion by Lauren Daigle is on there. I feel like this kind of describes where I'm at with my quote unquote spiritual life. As far as um, I feel like I'm stepping closer to learning what it is to have a real relationship with Jesus rather than just following the robotic confines of religion Mm -hmm. I have liked this song from the very first time that I heard it it's one of my favorite Lauren Daigle songs Mm -hmm. all right here's the other Disney song I won't say I'm in love from Hercules (laughs) yes listen here
0: every girl's relatable Disney song
1: (laughs) I feel like this song describes me this describes one end of a continuum that I'm on when it comes to romance Cause I can go into denial or go into phases where I'm just, I'm done with the thought of romantic relationships, (laughs) but those phases never last. And Meg in Hercules also just has a very, she has a personality and an exterior attitude that reminds me of myself. And you can hear it in her voice in the song.
0: I relate to this too. Just feeling like, all right, I'm done. (laughs) And I'm not going to admit it. Even if I might feel it. Nope.
1: This was a last minute edition. I have confidence from the sound of music. I was
0: so happy when I heard this come on.
1: This is my constant inner dialogue. I'm either trying to psych myself up and build up confidence. And then the next minute I'm just I'm doubting myself and I can't shake the anxiety that I have about something. I was (laughs) I played this for my mom last night. I was just laughing through the whole thing because first of all, I know she loves sound of music. So I knew she already knew the song and i was just like realizing as i'm listening to it with her that every line of this song describes me <laughs> cuz i'm just it's it's like i can picture myself having this conversation with myself mm-hmm. and there's a line in there that i hadn't even thought of until i was listening to it again last night she says i'll do better than my best and I, I just, I lost it. I laughed so hard because I realized that that's so me because I'm a perfectionist. And right. I'm like, my best isn't good enough. I have to do better. Wow. So yeah, this, this had to be on my list. <laughs> and my final song, which is the song that if, if I had a single on this album, this would be it. This is the one that if I could only give somebody one song to kind of describe me and describe my philosophy moving forward into life. It's going to be Dancing With Myself, played by Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox, originally a Billy Idol song. <laughs> Don't listen to the Billy Idol version because <laughs> that does not describe me. To me, this song is about being independent and still dancing through life and exploring what the world has to offer. It's a very vintage, jazzy, surprisingly uplifting song. If you listen to the original version, it's kind of depressing. Mm-hmm person It's kind of like the person's complaining about their situation. Right. This version of the song makes me just picture this happy, independent woman.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree that this is the song that describes you the most out of your
1: list. Faux show. This is another one that when I'm listening to it, I just, I, I feel like I've got to move to it. Mm. So that's it. That's my soundtrack. And as I was putting this together, it occurred to me that the soundtrack that I'm going to come up with for myself is going to be different from the soundtrack that Paige, for example, is going to come up with for me Mm -hmm. because the way that I view myself could be very different from the way anybody else could view me. Paige's soundtrack for me is going to be different from my mom's soundtrack of uh, me. The Jonas Brothers. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be different from, it's going to be different from how somebody from one of my dance friends Mm -hmm. would describe me or someone from work or somebody from work or somebody who met me yesterday everything every 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 soundtrack is going to be different and I thought that was so interesting Mm -hmm. so halfway through the week I said to Paige hey we should pick a couple songs for each other yeah and see what happens Uh uh-huh and when I picked my songs for Paige one of them was on her list the one from Brave yeah I also chose Traveler's Eyes by Ramin Karimlu i'm gonna butcher this title tear a bit oh gosh wait can i look at it tear a poly poly (laughs) ryu yeah i don't i don't know how to say this but it's by celtic woman it just sounds like a fairy dancing through ireland i put that on my list for page that's me (laughs) and the blue river waltz by jay unger and molly mason Which I had never
0: heard of before, but right when Jess started playing it, I was desperately looking for a piece of paper to write it down. (laughs)
1: Because I loved it so much. I picked these songs because they all have this, hello world, it's me, kind of a vibe to them. And I could just picture you just skipping down the streets of Dublin or Uh, over a rolling hill in Scotland. uh, On a horse? On a horse. Okay, good. With a bow and arrow. Yes. You're you're the kind of person that would embrace an adventure with open arms and gratitude. Oh. And that's what these songs made me think of. Oh gosh. Wow. And I think that My they heart. fit they fit <laughs> your playlist that you made pretty well. So yeah. I think that the way you see yourself and the way that your at least your close friends see your, see you is mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. Okay,
0: and these are the songs that I picked for Jess. And I just connected most of my songs with experiences, so the songs that I picked for Jess really are tied into some experiences that we have shared together, or that I know Jess enjoys. The first one that I thought of right away for Jess was the Shim Sham, and that's because whenever Jess drags me to swing dance...
1: Which is not often enough. uh,
0: This is kind of like the cha-cha slide of swing dance. When the shim-sham comes on, all the swing dancers run out on the floor and start just doing the same thing. It looks great, but I could never follow it. I know that Jess, at least the last time I was was there, when the shim-sham came on, I was so proud of her because she was the first one in the very front of the group of dancers just dancing her little heart out to the shim-sham, and I just thought that was precious, and... It just showed me how confident you are, and I love that. <laughs> uh, the next song that I picked for
1: Jess is the Downton Abbey theme song. <laughs> and I said, this is my, this is the intense version of me. Mhm. I can
0: just see you on a train looking out the window, and just this song is just in your head. Yeah. Yeah. I also know that Jess loves Nancy Drew computer games. From her interactive, they are just pure gems, and (laughs) most of them, most of them, and this one called Secret of the Old Clock just has this soundtrack that is Jess in a nutshell. It's all of the vintagey sounding, vintagey sounding music from like the 1920s. Am I right? That 30s, 30s. Okay,
1: yeah. And she played it. She. She played it for me. What's it called? What was the name of the... Is there a name to that song? It was
0: just the secret of the old clock theme. That's what it was on YouTube.
1: Okay. Yeah. This... Uh, almost anybody else who listens to this song is going to be like, what is this? But I uh, I listened to the first second and knew <laughs> what it was.
0: <laughs> uh, and then I picked the song Sentimental Journey by Doris Day.
1: Which I think is interesting because I had a song about sentiment Mm -hmm. in my playlist.
0: I think you're a very sentimental person. I think you appreciate things of the past and you treasure uh, your memories from the past. I just think that you're an old soul. All of your songs on your playlist, a lot of them reflect that. And I think you're a sentimentalist. And then the last song that I have for Jess is You've Got a Friend by James Taylor.
1: Which I think validates my choice for putting You've yes. Got a Friend in Me in my playlist.
0: Definitely, <laughs> yes. I think that you're a great friend, Jess, and you're very loyal. And it, I mean, in the song You've Got a Friend, it's about a friend who is always there when someone's in need. And that's who I feel like you are, Jess. You're always there whenever I need you or anybody else. You're always there. Someone
1: get me a tissue. (laughs) Overall, I think that the songs that we picked for each other fit each other's playlists. And we talked at the top of this about how I was trying really hard to make my soundtrack sound cohesive. By the time I was showing it to Paige, I kind of felt like I was failing at that at that mission and she, from the very beginning, was like, Jess, my, my soundtrack is not cohesive at all. It's all <laughs> over the place. But she played it for me, and I said, that all made sense to me. Like, everything sounded like it belonged together. Yeah, but I... And then I, you said the same thing for me. And I right. I think that the reason for that is that... Well, you, you said it. You can go ahead.
0: Yeah, I commented that... It's interesting that you find my list so cohesive, but I think if you were to just give this list of songs to someone, they would be like, what the heck? (laughs) Like, how to train your dragon and hymns and uh, Broadway tunes, and if you look at it just at face value, it doesn't make any sense, but when you add me to the picture, then it, it makes sense, and I think that's how it goes for both of our song
1: lists. I think that's so cool, because they, in the end, are cohesive, because you are the thing that's connecting all the songs. So So cool. So, good job! We did a great job on our challenge! (laughs) And people out there listening,
0: please try this out. It really makes you think about who you are. I really recommend it. Yeah, and you can think as deep and wide or as surface level as you want. I really started out just picking songs that I liked, but then... The more I thought about it and the more I got into it I really looked at songs that were me on a
1: deep level and you don't have to share it with anybody but if you feel so led take a screenshot of your playlist and send it over to at endeavor podcast because we would be so intrigued to see some of our listeners soundtracks help us get to know you via the music yeah it was very nerve-wracking sharing
0: this on air I was really nervous about this, but I really think it's important to be genuine and to be an open book, and I would share these with anyone, I think, on the street. I think it's important to be who you are and be a genuine person. Okay, Jess, so interestingly enough, I love, love, loved this challenge, but it was very difficult for me, and I think part of it is because I am a visual learner And I have a harder time uh, connecting and remembering auditory. I am much more visually inclined. So my challenge is going to be to look up 10 pieces of art that you think describes you as a person. Wow. Yep. This might be hard to describe in our next
1: podcast. (laughs) Why are we making it harder on ourselves? <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny that you were you were kind of freaking out when I first challenged us on the, the soundtrack thing. You're like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And now I'm over here like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. <laughs> so this will be fun. Yeah, so
0: good luck, Jess, and good luck, listeners, if you'd like to join us on our challenge Again, we'd love to see where you are in that process and we'd love to see what you guys come up with and we'll be sure to share some of the things that we come up with on our Instagram.
1: Join the camaraderie. Send us stuff. We want to know you. I want to know you. (laughs)